wars generally do not resolve the problems for which they are fought and therefore ultimately prove futile. From Pope John Paul II. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall and this is the Awanajo Almanac devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This almanac is for February 21st to 28th, 2020. We're coming up on the new worm moon, and this is from the Almanac Archives, 2008. Here are some natural and unnatural events. Today, the Squirrel Wars. We've been watching the squirrels around home and town, and for most of the winter, one or two red squirrels have occupied the pickling pear tree and maintained their fluffy coats in sleek physiques with hearty helpings of sunflower seeds. Town life seems to agree with them. On a warm day, they're active and they chase each other around the trunk and around the yard. On bitter days, they pop out of a snow burrow, load up on seeds, and then disappear. Well, recently a gray squirrel has arrived from somewhere and begun feeding under the pickling pear tree, too. We haven't seen them face to face yet, but contrary to local lore, which holds the red to be far more fierce and territorial than the gray and likely to drive it away, both red and gray seem to be sharing the same seed and territory in full domestic tranquility. This tranquility may be noteworthy, maybe even remarkable, as there are multitudes of squirrel wars in other places. Google alone lists 139,000 references to squirrel wars. Now, how many of us have pushed our ingenuity and patience to the breaking point trying to keep squirrels out of the bird feeder? couple of examples. My former brother-in-law was a professional exterminator, and he hated all squirrels. He called them bushy-tailed rats. My own brother, a peaceful man of the cloth, used to go right off the deep end, opening the back door a crack and firing a pellet rifle at marauding squirrels on the bird feeder. They finally took the feeder down to protect the rest of the neighborhood, as he wasn't the best shot in the world. And full disclosure, I actually shot a few squirrels myself when I was in my 20s for no good reason. Similar squirrely passions have set off the War of the Red and the Gray over in England, as reported in the New York Times Magazine. Apparently, gray squirrels imported a century ago from the U.S., have been driving the native English red squirrels into hiding. The gray squirrels now number 2 million, while the reds are down to about 160,000, as someone is actually counting the squirrels. Furthermore, the beloved squirrel Nutkin, a British national hero, was a red squirrel, as Beatrix Potter's lovely drawings demonstrate. Now, over there, squirrel stereotypes are the opposite of ours, with reds cast as gentle and retiring, 
and greys as thuggish and aggressive. So England's National Lottery uh, granted £626,000 sterling to an organization called Save Our Squirrels, which champions the cause of the Redcoats, with a hotline for reports of plundering greys. More militant still is the Red Squirrel Protection Partnership, which hires exterminators to whack greys with funds provided by the Governmental Department for Environment, Food, and Rural Affairs. This sounds comical, but still we have to ask, what is going on here? So here's a rank opinion. At the risk of reading too much into this, I see some larger lessons here. I see the projection of primal human fears overriding reason and engendering the squirrel wars, just as they've engendered so many of our wars. We project our fear of rats coming too near our homes and eating our seed supply. We project our fear of foreign invaders and immigrants. We project our fears of aging and our childhood delights passing away or being destroyed. We project our fears of being unable to control nature and unable to force all creatures to meet our needs instead of their own. And then we try to destroy the objects of our fearful projections, even when they're innocent of any real threat to our well-being and may have no intention of harming us. We shoot them, we poison them, we starve them, we whack them, with all the fury and ingenuity we can muster. Our fear clouds our vision and our violence destroys it. And for the Field and Forest Report, meanwhile the squirrels, red and gray, English and American, go about their ancient business of spreading seeds and nuts far and wide, quietlessly, relentlessly, planting the wild fields and forests of the future to the benefit of every other living creature. And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you. First from Marilyn Ferguson. Fear is a question. What are you afraid of and why? Just as the seed of health is in illness because illness contains information, your fears are a treasure house of self-knowledge, if you dare to explore them. And from Sidney J. Harris, if a small thing makes you angry, doesn't that say something about your size? the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>